0: found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 KBGG
1: Good afternoon everybody and welcome to the Ken Miller show uh, right here on 1700 KBGG Trent Condon and I uh, talking sports with you right up until two o'clock as we do Monday through Friday Noon to 2 here on 1700 KBGG Local Sports. Uh, coming up today, David Kaplan, uh, our buddy from Chicago. The Capman will be here. Thank you to heartlandflags.com for making that possible. We'll catch up with the Capmans as we uh, reconnected with Cappy. Uh, Quintana has made two starts. Both of them, good starts for him. So, um nice win by the Cubs last night. Nice win by Trent's Twins last night. We'll do some baseball. Cappy at 1225. Uh, Bill Bender will be here from the Sporting News as we go inside college football. Land at 10, Scott Docterman at 120. We'll uh, recap yesterday's press conference with the coaches and the players that were made available to the media yesterday over in Iowa City. And then at 140 in Castleberry, awful announcing the outside corner. We'll be here. We'll spend some time talking baseball as baseball comes. Gets set to come down. there. Well, they're in the stretch. They're about the final furlong, to be real honest with you. Two weeks from this weekend, it all comes to its conclusion. Lots of things still to be determined. The Dodgers are struggling. The Cleveland Indians are winning yet again as they go for win number 21 in a row, which would be an American League record. We'll keep you updated on that. In fact, let's get you an update right now. If I could, it is 3-1, uh, and they are uh through two innings. 3-1 Indians as they go for win 21 in a row. Hello, Trent Condon. How are you?
2: Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, Excited with the baseball coming down the stretch run. 18 games remaining, at least for my team and most everybody right around there. And your
1: team is, remind us. The
2: Minnesota Twins. Well, I know because you're wearing a Twins polo shirt, today, so I knew that. I'm dressing up. And also, it's my initials. So if I ever get lost, it it helps. It helps. That's what my wife says when I wear my Twins hat. Oh, does she? Yeah, Yeah. Representing the squad. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, last night. So I'm out. In Bondurant, yeah, you're working for Media Com. Yeah, there, yeah, right? Calling a volleyball match. It was fun, and uh, but I get text. Have you alerts. done that before? Not volleyball. I've done a few things in the past, but my first time volleyball play-by-play. So did you play volleyball? Uh, not well. <laughs> I, I <laughs> love volleyball. So you do know the game. I do. guess where yeah. I'm going. I still play right. sand volleyball, even gotcha. My largeness out there, diving around in the sand during the summertime. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a sight for sore eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do enjoy the game, so I do know it a little bit. Olympics, I always watch it. Sand volleyball, you have to watch sure. it. Sure. But uh, yeah. yeah, so enjoyed that. But I get a text alert on my phone every time the twins not score because that's too much, but every time they hit a home run and had it on, I turn it off as I'm watching the game usually. Your battery but, go dead yesterday? <laughs> and it buzzed and it buzzed and it, and it kept buzzing. And I finally had to turn Vibrate off because it just kept going crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, something's wrong. They haven't hit home runs like every 10 minutes or seven minutes. But sure enough, I get to the car and start going through my messages and there it was. Home yeah, the, runs in seven no, seconds amazing. Minutes.
1: Amazing. Team
2: record... Uh and you know, you want to you, you want
1: to be able to bottle some of those up and use them on yes. a day that the that the bats are not doing what they did last night. Real, just real quick, Bonderant uh, for our high school. Bonderant has been around for a while now. The new facility but It's pretty nice, isn't it?
2: It it really is, yeah. and they have more renovations going on out there. They do. There.
1: They're building north. It seems like to the uh, to the existing high school. Yeah, so, so they're
2: already expanding it. They are. And, uh, you know, that's an area, you know it better because you're a northern suburb guy. Well, plus my father-in-law and my brother-in-law both live in Bondurant. So you you know the area well. Not together, but right. We know know Waukee, growing huge. Ankeny, split into two, soon to be three high schools. Bondurant, how big can that community get? Because we hear, I've heard at least, Dallas Center Grimes is the next that'll move into the 4A realm. Oh, will it? Like Waukee did. Yeah. Dallas Center Grinds will be is next. Is
1: Bondurant 3A now, or is it still 2A? They're 3A in pretty I, much everything, everything right? Yeah. Because they, they were 2A not too yeah. long ago.
2: Well, and when I was growing up, I had uh, went to a basketball camp. My roommate was from Waukee. At the time, it was the same size as Osage, just is under 4,000 right? people Wow, back in the late 80s. Yep. <laughs> now today, not 4,000 people in Waukee anymore. So no, bondurant Ferrar, I mean, there's a lot of area out there. So yeah, out to the north there is. They, they could grow... Probably not at the level of DCG, you wouldn't think?
1: No, I don't think so. But it seems as though now they're starting to grow west part of town, it seems like, towards Inc. Well, they'll never. Well, I shouldn't say that. (laughs) We won't be here for it. All right, lots to get to. Speaking of the 80s, I do want to take a real quick look back, Trent, at some point uh during the show today i watched the 30 for 30 last night on the uh, scab year Yes. The, the strike year in the nfl when the, when the scabs actually crossed the picket line and they played three games uh 1987 was the date it's uh, or was the year rather and i love these i, I love these documentaries because you forget so much <laughs> you live through it or and and you think you remember at least a good portion of it but then there's stuff that Oh, I'd forgotten all about that. And of course, that was the year that you know that Washington goes three and zero and propels them to a great record in the NFC, and they would come out of the NFC and face the Broncos. It's ten nothing Denver after the first quarter. I'm thinking to myself, finally, this team is going to win a Super Bowl after being embarrassed. And there was still more embarrassment to come, 42-10. to 10. Tim Smith goes crazy. Doug Williams gets a Super Bowl. But the worst one was still to come, 91, when Joe Montana and Jerry Rice would lay it on the Broncos. <laughs> Even worse, 55-10 to 10, uh, in New Orleans. But, but point being, the, the 87, it, it didn't get the—it wasn't killed um as far as some of the blowback the criticisms the reviews of the of the show last night but i thought it was
2: better than what i'm reading today i enjoyed it more so than some i think it's on the dvr it's on the bucket list to do maybe tonight or maybe tomorrow be able to grab a hold of it but uh yeah, I, I remember bits and pieces of it. I was seven at the time, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Like it was something so foreign to me, right. As a third grader, you know, trying to figure out what's happening there, and uh, the Bears come out, and I'm back then CBS with the NFC package, and that's right, yeah, that's not Walter Payton, no. <laughs> and they're trying to explain it, and I, I just couldn't wrap my head. So I'm, I'm very interested to take a look back something that. Frankly, I don't know a whole lot about. Yeah, well, it was nasty, Trent.
1: It, it was nasty crossing the picket lines and the players. And uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm going to leave it right there. And for everybody else that hasn't seen it, that did record the show last night, I'm I, watch it. I think you'll be, I think you'll be glad you did. If, especially if you're a football fan, a football junkie, um, football life on the NFL networks so, is a must watch for me as well. And, and this one was, uh, it, it uh, was in my wheelhouse last night. And if you watched it, uh, you know, be curious to know what you think about it. You can uh, tweet us. I'm Ken Miller. Is on. And Twitter. You can email the show, Ken Miller Show at gmail dot com. Trent and I get uh, our stuff there. Uh, Trent, yesterday during the program, late in the show, and thank you to Mark Morehouse who. I mean th- it, this was Mark Morehouse's scoop, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. he teased it on Twitter. You and I tried to speculate what Mark might be referring to when he put out that little nugget you know be pay very close attention to when the Big Ten schedules are released coming up this afternoon at two o'clock. Something there is going to interest you, and that's all he said, right? So you and I are speculating back and forth. we're all over the place all over the place and <laughs> and so rather than be you know make it any worse and be totally wrong. Uh, what the hell? I'll text Mark and see sure. if, he'll share, if he'll share the news with me, at least via text message. And he did. Uh, and I wasn't sure if he wanted to, you know, that if this, this was just for my eyes. I told him. I mean, I mean, he knows we're on the air from noon to 2. Um, but so thank you to Mark Morehouse who who provided that little nugget that... Black Friday is going to go away, and even more so than the day the game is played on, the team that I was going to face is the bigger story, I think, here anyways, not in Nebraska, because Black Friday is you know, somewhat a tradition over there, um, more than somewhat. It is a tradition over the last couple of decades. But but the fact that the Big Ten Trent, and, and i got to give them credit for this, if they... If they thought, and obviously they did, that maybe Nebraska and Iowa was not the best game to showcase in that spot, they're not going to be married to that forever. And they took a look at what's been going on, at least as of late, since the legends and leaders went away, and it was East versus West.
2: They see that Wisconsin and Iowa carrying the flag in that division, and they're going to make that happen uh, down the road. Like the Nebraska AD said a few years back. Big Ten had to evaluate where Nebraska was as a program, and they've done that uh, basically.
3: And it hasn't gone well.
2: I'm going to guess that uh, when we get Sip on tomorrow, he'll he'll have some thoughts on that one. But you understand it's a business decision. Mm -hmm. And now the Big Ten can go one of two ways. They can either let Nebraska keep that Black Friday date. Which is on the table. Minnesota. Be a fine matchup. They got the fun bits of Mm -hmm. broken chair trophy, you know. And Minnesota. I mean, we're talking about two programs that well, haven't been relevant now in decades why on a national the scale. Why would the
1: golfers do that, Trent? Because, because apparently it's up to them. Nebraska yes. will continue to play, but if, if if Minnesota gives them the thumbs up, it looks as though
2: that will take Black. Why wouldn't they? I I can't understand. I I mean, look at the national pub that I was gotten out of that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, big numbers, big TV yes. numbers that have come with it. Now, part of that two years ago was the biggest Black Friday in years. Well, I was also eleven and oh, that had a lot to do with it. it sure but did. but. If you're Minnesota, trying to gain relevancy, and not just the Big Ten landscape, but also on a bigger landscape, Mm -hmm. you have to do that. If if the opportunity is there, it has to. But isn't it first, the Big Ten could make the decision, first, Wisconsin-Iowa could be Black Friday, as long as Iowa and Wisconsin would agree to it. I heard Gary Barty yesterday, a short snippet. Yeah, what did he say? And he said it still wasn't being determined, but it very well could be. Wisconsin-Iowa, Big Ten, and the TV partners say, we want Wisconsin-Iowa on
1: Black Friday. Interesting. Did you hear Kirk Ferentz uh, when he was asked about Black Friday? He gave it a thumbs up. He's done a 180 on, has, on that he? Friday game. Because he didn't like the short week when this first happened, and now he realizes, you know what, these kids if the game is at Kinnick Stadium, that 6 o'clock they walk out of the locker room, if they've got local family, they can be back around Iowa or Illinois or wherever mm-hmm. and spend some time with the family and, and actually eat some dinner with the family albeit a day later. So it's um, it, it was a big story, I thought it really yeah. was. I, I I think it speaks more clearly about where Nebraska is and, and the fact that, you know, and still, I mean, I, I go to social media and I see some of the blowback from, you know, some of the stories and some of the comments. And there's still those hardcore, they're just refusing to believe, Trend that they're, this is no longer the 1990s. Yeah. You know that the the times have changed, and that that was twenty years ago. And today, and this is now. And you're not the you're not the same player on a national stage as you once were. And get used to it. And they never will be.
2: Now, that's not to say that they never can have another great season, right? Where they run the table, sustain it? No, no. And and in this environment of college football, where before it was well, run through the Big Eight, Mm -hmm. play Oklahoma, maybe one other decent Missouri team, something like that, right? And then. You got to play well in one game against Miami. You got to beat Penn State. That's it. That's your season. Now, not only do you have to get through at least eleven and one in the regular season, then win a Big Ten championship game, then win a national semifinal, and then a championship game on top of it. That's not happening. No, I wouldn't think so. It's they be, they could get tough. into a playoff. I absolutely that well, look,
1: will I, I almost got into a playoff, yes. right? Yes. So, so I agree with you that Nebraska can. Will they remain to be seen. And here's the other thing about Nebraska: when you go back to the glory days of the Huskers, what's the one thing? or certainly one of the main talking points when everybody talked about Nebraska: the facilities, mm-hmm. the weight room. Oh my God, you've never seen anything like.
2: Everybody's got those now, Trent. Yes, yes. and back then. There were national programs. They were a national yes. program where they could go into California, and not only could they beat Cal and Stanford and San Jose State for kids, they beat UCLA and USC for mm-hmm. kids. It's not happening anymore. No, nope. they're, they're not beating those programs for California kids. They're not even beating Cal for most California kids. They're, they're still plucking them, but not at the level before where it was sustainability, We bring in our big corn-fed big boys. Mm -hmm. We build them up through the program. By Mm -hmm. the time they're juniors, seniors, they're ready to roll on the offensive and defensive lines. We'll go get the athletes from California, and that's how we play. They can't do that anymore because Nebraska, same thing Notre Dame, that national cachet, it's so much different. The national cachet... It's down in the southeast.
1: No, you're right. And, and the walk-on program that was so big there for, mm-hmm. for so long, it's just uh, it's not producing the talent that it once did. Well, uh, big announcement yesterday. So the Hawks, Wisconsin, it's, I mean, I guess there's a chance it'll be a Friday, but it, it more likely, I mean, where do you go with that?
2: I, uh, I think that what they're envisioning. What's it, Delaney envisioning? Is setting up basically semifinal matchups, 11 o'clock. Michigan-Ohio State, gotcha. 2.30, Iowa-Wisconsin. Winner of that game
1: some years will then go on and take the winner of the Eastern yep. Division the following week in Indianapolis or wherever the game is at by that particular time for a chance to be one of those final four teams. Two semifinals like set up
2: back-to-back. Yep. You got basically a seven-hour window of Big Ten football for the two teams that will move on and play mm-hmm. in the Big Ten Championship game mm-hmm. a week later. I, I I think that's how he envisions it, but... Just hearing those comments from Barta, I'll see if I can dig those up for you. Yeah, because uh, I was—I heard Ferris. I did not hear Barta. I was very because I, I was the same way. Uh, this game will be played on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And figure two thirty. Black Friday is open for Iowa, Wisconsin.
1: Well, that's the other thing. Is is it, it, will it be two thirty? Iowa, Iowa, Wisconsin. Where are you going to put uh, that other game that happens that on that day that's uh, played in the Big
2: Ten that moves the needle significantly? Well, that's always eleven o'clock, though. Is it always? I thought there was some 230s. Very rarely. I think twice in the last, the one was the number 1 versus number 2 in 05, Mm -hmm. right after Mm -hmm. Beauchamp Beckler's passing. Uh, And there was one other. But outside of that... Well, you're programming
1: television. What would you do? Wisconsin, Iowa, I mean, you fill the 11 and the 230 slot. Or can you slide something back into prime time? Because that that restriction has
2: gone away right now. That's true. Remember, you also have Penn State, Michigan State that week. mm -hmm. You know, you're... If, yeah. if Michigan State can rebound, what Penn do you do State, there? Look
1: I, what they're doing.
2: Maybe you go even with a double header on Black Friday. You go double header with Penn State, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska One of them at
1: night or, or 11 right. and two
2: thirty. Probably two thirty, and then a night game. That'd I'd say massive, for Black Friday. Massive. And then you go right in after you finish your Friday night of watching Big Ten football. You start it up with Michigan, Ohio State because mm-hmm. the Saturday Apple morning. Cup's
1: Friday night, isn't it? Not I think. But who cares? The Egg Bowl has been in the, the past. Well, the Egg Bowl was Thanksgiving at first a time, couple of yeah? times.
2: They move that one a lot, too.
1: Well, and look, Ole TV. Miss and Mississippi State are way down, and in, oh. in Washington, Washington State, although both teams, I mean, Washington's um, got a quarterback we know, and I think Washington State, a little bit. well, a long way to go. Uh, David Kaplan coming up on the program. Um, Cubs last night, a big, big home run by Chris Bryant. Uh, Kyle Schwarber's hitting the baseball yeah. a little bit. He's playing. And tonight, John Lester back on the mound. But Quintana, one of the stories, I thought, I mean, he's been – he was really good in his first start, struck out 12. Then he was hit and miss to the last couple. He's been good the last couple of starts. They're going to need
2: this from him. I re- they really are. The Dodgers have obviously shown cracks over the last three weeks. But they won last night. They won last week. They ended this, this
1: Here's this one for you. The, for the first time since August the 24th, the Dodgers actually gained a full game in their division. August the 24th, Trent. August the 24th? What were we That's doing August three 24th? three weeks ago. Yeah. I wasn't. I hadn't even started here yet, and they hadn't gained
2: a game in the standings. This is what the Dodgers were talking about, yeah. who
1: were pummeling everybody for a time.
2: Not just the best team in baseball, looking like a historic team. Right now,
1: now if you're a Cubs fan, what are you thinking to yourself? Who'd you rather play? Would you rather play the Nationals in the first round? You'd rather play the Dodgers? I'd say the Dodgers. I think I, you would too, because I, it looked like a foregone conclusion. The wild card winner goes to L.A., mm-hmm. and the Natties and the Cubs are almost set in stone. Yes, all summer
2: long. All I mean, summer long. From middle of May to basically mm-hmm. end of August, that's what it looked like. Well, you know?
1: and conversely, in the American League, we thought we were going to see Boston go up against Terry Francona and yep. the Cleveland Indians, and all of a sudden the Indians are now 13 or
2: 14 in front, and they're going to win the American League, I would think. And have the best record, and then right. that, that changes that. If you're a Cubs fan, I don't think you're nervous about either side. You've got to feel confident. Quintana, arietta has been much better in the second half. Maybe we'll see about back. Leicester. Yeah. Schwarber's swinging. I mean, he's coming back, don't get me wrong, yeah. but is he coming back to right. where
1: he was when he left?
2: Hey, you're playing with house money. After the championship Absolutely a year ago, you're playing with house money. Yep. I say, let's roll out the ball and let's play. If mm-hmm. I'm a Cubs fan, hey, let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Nats, Dodgers, whoever it is, bring it on. Because the Nats, even though they made a lot of moves in that bullpen, I still don't know how much I yeah. trust them late. We've seen Strasburg in the playoffs. Not very good. Yeah. We've seen on the other side. Clayton Kershaw, not, not very, very good. good. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe I'll take a stab and, at the
1: Cubs here in our li- futures bet. And, well, and that Cubs lineup, too. Yes. I mean, dude, find, find a weak spot for me. Schwarber, if his bat continues to uh, be as hot as it is as of later, certainly since the All-Star break. We'll get a timeout. We'll head to Chicago. The Capman. He's brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Flags for any occasion. Sports teams. Uh, whatever. Sports fan, NHL fan, NFL, NBA, uh, college football. You need a flag. HeartlandFlags.com. Uh, They will hook you up right here in Des Moines. They're over on Southwest Night. Their phone number is 282-7603. But check them out online, heartlandflags.com. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des
1: Moines
3: Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
0: Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards
3: apply.
5: Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options?
2: Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at FoodDudesDelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. It's
3: that time of the year again. Football's right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports.
5: one in
1: eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime we all know someone who has been impacted by this terrible disease you can make a difference in the lives of these women join susan g coleman greater iowa on saturday october 28th in downtown des moines at the state capitol grounds for the 26th annual race for the cure register online now at coleman dsmrace backslash dsm race
6: restaurant.
1: welcome back it's the ken miller show on 1700 kbgg still to come this hour following the cap man david kaplan will be here momentarily we will uh, hear from bill bender sporting news he's the sporting news national college football writer we'll go around college football but off we go to chicago shall we he's the cap man he joins us cap trenton ken thanks for coming on cappy how are you What's going on? How are you doing? I'm doing fine, buddy. Good to talk to you. Hey, you know, it's crazy. Uh, Jose Quintana, we, so you've been back with us now. This is your second appearance. He's made two starts, Quintana. He was struggling. I mean, we talked about it last week, Cap, and uh, his two subsequent starts have been really good. Last night, seven innings, seven strikeouts, one walk, only two earned runs. Quintana's last two, Cap, is what you need to see out of him.
4: No question. In fact, his last three, I did this on my show this morning, take his August 30 start and add it in. I think he went six innings, three runs, didn't allow a walk. So in three starts, he's allowed two walks. Uh, I believe he's allowed a total, I think, of five earned runs, and he's been really good. Now, was he Justin Verlander last night who went eight innings of zero-run baseball? No, but he was good enough to get them a win. He's given them really good numbers, and so far, through the last three starts, He's been the guy they traded for,
1: you know Verlander Cap, I'm glad you brought him up because and you would know this the answer to this It, it sounded like he wanted to be a cub, and it came down to the last minute and and the deal couldn't get done. Uh, how close was it to happening? do you think and it, was it just simply a product of you know the cubs' farm system they would made so many trades and they've gone through so many of their trade shits that they just didn't have what uh, what uh, was going to be needed to get him from the tigers
4: bingo. The Cubs tried. Uh, he wanted to be here. He waited till 11.57 or so before he gave his blessing to the Houston Astros because he wanted to give the Cubs every chance to put together whatever deal they could to get the necessary trade chips to get him. But as Jed Hoyer told the media and told me, he said, look, they were focused on that Houston offer for a long time because those were prospects that they wanted, and the Cubs just didn't have any prospects left. You know, guys low, low A that they like, but nothing where you went, okay, we'll give you that. They use their tri- their chips, and this is their team.
2: Cap Kyle Schwarber over the weekend sits for three consecutive games against right-handers. Kind of shaking your head. He's swinging it a little bit better. Homer last night. What's going on with Schwarber right now, and, and what are the plans when they get to the playoffs, if
4: they get to the playoffs? Well, it's funny because David DeJesus, my partner on TV, looked at tape, and looked at Schwarber, and he said, I'm telling you, he's getting ready to have a pretty good little run here. He likes how his hands are. He likes that he's got his head down. He's not pulling out of the ball, off the ball, and so I said that to Waddle and Sylvie, and I said that on my show yesterday, and talked to Kyle before the game yesterday. He felt like he was, I feel like it's coming, and he goes three for three and a walk last night and a home run. So, uh, look, he's not a 300 hitter this year. He's not going to be, but Perhaps the fall is his time, April, uh, October into November, hopefully the rest of September. He looks better at the plate. Never going to be a gazelle in the outfield. He's never going to be a gold glover. But he is a big-time power guy. He's got ability to hit. The Jesus, who I call the swing doctor, saw it coming. Hopefully last night was not an aberration but the start.
1: And, you know, here's the other thing, Cap, is he, is he goes deep again last night. He's got 26 home runs. I think that gets overlooked a little bit because he struggled you know, average-wise and sometimes in the field this year. I mean, Bryant, we love the power in his bat. He hit his 26 last night, and a guy who's had his bat a year, at least you would think offensively, also hit his 26th in Kyle Schwarber. He's still hitting the long ball cap, which at the end of the day maybe was clearly a strong suit.
4: Oh, no question. He's a huge power guy. He can turn a game around with one swing of the bat. Uh, so look he, again. He's had a rough year. He's still wearing a big brace in the clubhouse yesterday on his knee. Said he's not playing in it, but it's obviously not at a hundred percent yet. I think he's surgically repaired. And I think he's healthy in that way, but he's got a long way to go here, man. He does. He's got to continue to work on his swing. This off season has to be about more baseball stuff than still rehab stuff from an injury at the time we started. You know, the offseason last year, it was all the way into November. It was a long grind, and he still hadn't even been a year. In fact, he'd been like seven, eight months from surgery, so let's not forget all that.
2: Uh, take me to Jake Arrieta, still just throwing off a of flat ground. Doesn't look like he'll be able to uh, make a set the next time around. Probably going to maybe be that Brewers series there uh, in September 22nd through the 24th. What's the latest you're hearing on Arietta?
4: He threw off flat ground yesterday, said no pain, no problem, although we're hearing it's still tight. And so they have not scheduled a full bullpen session for him yet. Until they do that, he can't go out and pitch in a major league game. He just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So yesterday Joe Madden said to us before the game, he goes, look, if he comes to me and says I'm pitching against the Cardinals, he goes, okay, game on, let's go. But he said, we haven't even scheduled a bullpen. That was just flag ground. So he pretty much ruled him out for the Cardinals series. I don't think he pitches – in one of the two games in Tampa, I think best case scenario, you get him back late next week for Milwaukee.
1: Hmm. Cap, it looked like a foregone conclusion, assuming the Cubs were going to win their division. And, I, and I, never, I think it's fair to say that they will, although maybe it's going to be a little bit more drama uh, in the final uh, weeks of the of the regular season. But assuming they do, it seemed like a cinch that they were going to face Washington and the Nationals. Now the, the, the Dodgers are letting the Natties right back into this thing, and they may be the ones that host the wild card. And the Dodgers may uh, host the winner of the Central Division. Uh, who did they match up with better, in your opinion? Would the Cubs rather face the Natties or the Dodgers, considering the way the Dodgers are scuffling right now?
4: It's a great question. Um, I mean, the way the Dodgers are struggling, and I'm not convinced Kershaw is 100% after the back problem. He's a great pitcher, but I'm not con- con- believing he's uh, you know all the way back. Their issues, they might match up better with the Dodgers, which I can't believe I'm saying it, but the Nationals will run at you. Strasburg, Scherzer, Gio Gonzalez, Tanner Roark, I mean, they got really good pitching. Their bullpen issues seem to have sorted themselves out some, so maybe it's the Dodgers, but maybe the Dodgers' hiccup is behind them now that they won last night, and they relax, and they go out, and they're really, really tough to beat down the stretch, and maybe they're back to the Dodgers again, so... But to win it, you're gonna to have to be good people. So Washington proves to me that they can, you know, advance in the playoffs, they gotta prove it. They may do it. I don't know. So I think either one's gonna be a really, really tough task.
2: Conversation with David Kaplan, Comcast Chicago with us, presented by Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. Uh Cap one step further then, since we're playing this game, let's say they get past the division series against whoever, and one of the wildcard teams upsets the other division winner. Who would you rather see in that uh, National League Championship Series, the Rockies or the Diamondbacks?
4: The Rockies. The Cubs just took two or three in Phoenix, so some might say that. But I just think the Rockies don't have anywhere near the pitching. Mm-hmm. The Zach Granke's the Robbie Ray, who pitched really well last time I saw him, um, he's good. They've got talent. Paul Goldschmidt looks like he's healthy. They did the shoulder MRI. and It looks like it's clean and he's okay. So, I'd rather play the Rockies.
1: Mm, a couple more with David Kaplan. Uh, the Kaplan joins us each and every Wednesday, as Trent mentioned, thanks to our friends at HeartlandFlags.com. Cap, the Bears, week one, um, better than a lot of people thought. I mean, here's the defending NFC champion, Atlanta Falcons, and, and Matt Ryan, the the MVP of the league. This was a close football game that the Bears, quite frankly, could have pulled out uh, at the end of that game. Glennon, to some, fa- some Bears fans, is never going to be able to do enough to convince them that he needs to to be starting and let the kids sit on the bench and learn the game for this year. Uh, Your thoughts on the Bears' week number one better than you thought, Cap?
4: Um, I thought the game would be close. I did. I thought that they would cover the seven points, which they did. Uh, You know, just the numbers told me that the Atlanta Falcons are, I think think it's like two and 16, the last 18 Super Bowl runner-ups, have not covered the number in their season opener. So, look, the Bears are an okay team, not a great team. I thought Glennon was lousy the first three quarters, but the people who are jumping all over him have to also be willing to give him credit that he was really, really good in the fourth quarter. Threw from more yards than any other quarterback in the NFL in the fourth quarter. He made some big-time throws, and in the end, he had him in position to win. They didn't. That's not on him. That's on Jordan Howard dropping a ball. Josh Bellamy not corralling one when he may have been held, but he still had the ball in his hands, got to catch it. So you know that those things are going to happen. But it, he wasn't great the first three quarters. The fourth quarter, you got to give him credit.
2: Well, a lot of excitement about whenever we'll see Mitchell Trubisky certainly, but of um, Cohen, uh, five wow. foot six. <laughs> I, when, when this draft pick happened, I'll be honest. As a Bears fan, I scoffed at it. And he's out there making plays. Are we going to have to start to give Ryan Pace maybe a little bit more credit, especially if Trubisky continues to develop like we saw in the preseason?
4: Yes. Look, I I read something today that a Philadelphia Eagles executive told somebody we loved Tariq Cohen and we didn't take him. He was a little small, and now we realize we screwed up. We should have taken him. He's the next Darren Sproles. Give uh, credit to Ryan Pace. But this is on us. We screwed this up. Look, this kid's really, really good. Not all the way there yet. He's got a lot to learn. But he had a really, really wonderful debut last Sunday. No question about it. Mm -hmm.
1: Cap, great stuff. We'll talk to you in a week. Uh, Love having you on, Cappy. Thank you, buddy. Headed to Vegas tomorrow, baby. Uh, Where are you staying? Bellagio. Nice. Uh, Do you have a a play in mind you can share? I mean, you going out there with one team in one game that you're going to hammer? Not yet. Not yet. I have
4: not. I'm doing my homework, so we'll see.
1: Great stuff. Have fun, Cap. Thank you, buddy. See you, boys. Yeah, take care. David Kaplan.
2: Bellagio, nice place. Have
1: you been <laughs> to Vegas? Yeah. You've seen the fountains at the Bellagio? Yes.
2: Have you been in their Racing sports book? I have. Pretty nice. I was there last December when I went out to see my buddy Chris. Oh, yeah. South yeah. Point. Yeah,
1: Bellagio's nice. And we
2: hung out at Bellagio for a long time one
1: of the days. I bet you did. No, it's a great place. It is. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, you know what? There's so many of them out there, and there's so many. I, I get asked all the well, where should we eat right. to pick one yep there's so many spots so much fun love it you don't have to gamble i mean shows like crazy just people watch the fountains there's a lot of free things to do out there, there yeah, really is. gambling's fun too yeah absolutely <laughs> preaching to the choir trend Condit. uh bill bender sporting news uh he's their national college football writer he's here next as we'll uh talk some college football it's the ken Miller show on 1700 kbgg mm-hmm.
0: The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG.
1: You are not alone. The illness is not your fault. Never give up hope. NAMI of Greater Des Moines provides education, support, and advocacy for individuals living with mental illness and their families within Polk, Dallas, Madison, and Warren counties. You can support NAMI of Greater Des Moines by participating in their annual benefit golf tournament on Friday, September the 15th at Toad Valley Golf Course. For more information, visit their website, NAMIGDM.org or call their office five one five eight five zero fourteen sixty seven.
2: Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did.
3: Can you finish this little ad phrase, snap, crackle? Right, most people know it's pop for Rice Krispies. But this message isn't about cereal. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? you know, memorable and powerful, then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you, no obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound.
5: Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them.
2: Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men
6: Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said.
4: It blocks the, yeah you know,
3: perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable.
6: Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, uh, I don't know, uh, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine.
2: Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin.
3: Right now at The Home Depot, get 15% off select special order windows and doors, including installed windows, entry, interior, and storm doors, patio doors, even garage doors. If you've been thinking about an update for your windows or doors, but you've been looking for just the right time, this is the opening you've been waiting for. Come fill it with select windows and doors. 15% off, now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through September 13th. Installed windows available in select markets only. See store for details.
6: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR.
1: Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself here Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Uh, then we the station goes national with Tiki and Tierney 2 to 4 before Jimmy B and TC are back on the air. More local conversation 4 to 6. Well, our guy, our next guest, Bill Bender. Uh, I'm very jealous of Bill. Last week he's at Oklahoma, Ohio State. This week he's at Clemson, Louisville. But I guess if you're a national writer for the sporting news, you get to go to those plum assignments, and he's got another one this week. Uh, Bill, uh, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, thanks for coming on, Bill Bender. How are you?
5: Yeah, another week, another big-time showdown. I couldn't be more excited. I think this one's unique in that you know, you got the Heisman winner who can make the Heisman statement, and you got the defending national champions who can – if they win, I don't know how we don't think that it's going to be Clemson, Alabama at the end of the road.
1: You know, it's crazy, Bill, and, and and shame on me because as I told you last week when we had you on, I really enjoyed your piece and it made me open up my eyes because I'm a if you got a quarterback, you got a chance guy, and always have been, and I am a slow learner. And your piece on defensive lines and what they're meaning, and you know, don't underestimate. Uh, just how important these are in college football. But I took Auburn, Bill, because <laughs> I guess where I'm going with you, only to learn that Clemson's defensive line is as dominant as they were last week. Um, and as you mentioned, uh, here comes Jackson and company with, with Louisville. This one this week, I'm glad it moved to prime time, Bill. A matchup of this magnitude deserves prime time.
5: Yeah, and it should be every bit as entertaining as it was last year. Now, Now, Louisville... It's interesting that you point to that article because it's not a backtrack. But so I'll put it to you this way: I said last week there I wasn't sure if there was that Deshaun Watson type quarterback out there this year. that can literally carry a loaded team to a championship. Well, I saw one last week in Baker Mayfield that yeah. that just made the difference. So maybe I could backtrack a little bit on that. Um, and Lamar Jackson can make that statement because I mean he's already got over a thousand yards of offense. If he goes out and beats Clemson, uh. Louisville's the team to beat in the ACC, and and with that, they'll have a really good playoff shot.
2: Bill, uh, from your little sojourn down to the south, back to Big Ten territory, your home base, you had an article talking about the two quarterbacks of the two-name programs, Wilton Spate at Michigan, JT Barrett of Ohio State, and you said they're there to stay. How strong is your conviction in that? Well, I mean,
5: they, I, as I pointed out in the article, Barrett took the brunt of the loss to Oklahoma, but it was apparent to me early in that game that Baker Mayfield was the better quarterback in that game. That's reality. Mm -hmm. Now, Ohio State fans obviously aren't accustomed to losing. That's part of the deal when you've lost seven games since Irvin Meyer took over. So the initial reaction is to put a Dwayne Haskins or a Joe Burrow or a Tate Martell in there when, okay, are you going to do that? Then what are you going to say about Irvin Meyer if that quarterback goes out against Penn State and gets beat?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair question. Uh, you know, you mentioned Baker Mayfield and that o- Oklahoma team. I'm I'm disappointed that he apologized, Bill. I am. Um, I didn't think there was any need for that. Uh, but but that aside, I I don't want that to, uh, to to cloud my judgment on what I saw on the football field that that night, watching it on television. Oklahoma absolutely stated its case as one of college football's best team. I don't think anybody would argue that. But Ohio State and, and the fact that, you know, they've been embarrassed, quite frankly. Um Clemson shut them out last year. This was not a good game for them uh this past Saturday night. What does this say about Urban's team and who we thought was the clear cut favorite to win the Big Ten in Ohio State? Is there trouble in Buckeye Nation?
5: No, there's not trouble yet. I mean they can work out these things against army and unlv and rutgers and maryland before they face uh, they better have their act together before they go to nebraska though i'm just saying because nebraska can score points too so um but i don't think it's as dire as people think and and going back to what you said uh, yeah baker mayfield shouldn't have apologized i wouldn't have i mean it's one of those deals college football it's fun and i I know a lot of ohio state fans you guys know that i live in columbus and and the ones i know they they're not mad about that. They're more mad about the way Ohio State played. And I think, most, you know, the competitor type guy I am, it's more like, well, next time we're, we're going to do something to make sure that never happens again.
2: So with the struggles of Ohio State, Michigan looking iffy in week two against Cincinnati, here's Penn State. And we're getting ready for the Nittany Lions to make their way to Iowa in a week and a half here. Bill, looking at this team, what they're doing offensively, I guess it wasn't a flash in the pan from a year ago just getting a hot streak. Looks like this team offensively at the very least is here to stay.
5: The best player in the conference yep. is Saquon mm-hmm. Barkley. I mean, I think that's. Did you guys see the? Uh, that game was kind of tight Saturday, right? With Pitt, and then he ran a, like a zip route down the seam. McSorley hits, and that's ball game. Mm-hmm. As soon as he had that forty-six yard touchdown, that's ball game. And he's the most explosive player in the conference, and that leads to that. Now, Michigan, Michigan can compete with them. It'll be interesting at the whiteout. They if it's just weird to say it like this, but the Wolverines have everything right now except a steady player at quarterback. And I don't think Wilton State's getting benched. Some of that's a product of you know, most of his receivers are gone from last year. And that might not it doesn't work itself out overnight no matter what the star rating on those freshman receivers is.
1: Yeah, Darbo's catching balls from Russell Wilson this year, so I, I totally agree with you uh, on that point. Bill, i been anxious to ask you this. Uh, as crazy as it is in the fall, football uh, in the state of Ohio, with with Ohio State and all the other football that's played there, and what it means in in the state of Ohio, is it overshadowing? What's going on uh, in Cleveland with, their, with the baseball team? I mean, they're, the Indians are up 4-1. It looks as though they're on their way to an American League record 21st consecutive win. Um, does it get overshadowed by the fact that this is taking place in September and King Football rules the roost in this month?
5: Uh, no. I mean, my wife's an Indian fan. We went up to a World Series game last year. I think it's great. For the, the city of Cleveland, that they're doing this, it's really amazing because we've been sitting down and watching them at night, and they're doing smart baseball things. They're scoring early. They're, they're they've got fantastic pitching. They got that from Kluber last night, and you know, for me, it's going to create more work because you, you know that I, I kind of dabbled in a little bit of that last yep. year. So I'm not going to complain if they get if I get another World Series assignment. So they can keep they can go ahead and keep winning. But to answer your question, I mean. I grew up here, and it's football first. It always will be. I mean, if the I always tell people it's great what the Indians and the Cavs are doing, but if the Browns ever got to a Super Bowl, it would dwarf that times 100.
2: a little different with football in Ohio, no doubt about that. Bill Bender with the Sporting News here with us. Talked earlier about Baker Mayfield. And flying under the radar is the other quarterback in that state, pretty good one, Mason Rudolph. I know, uh, Bill, you're writing an article right now talking a little bit about him overshadowed because of Baker, but maybe a possible Heisman winner there
5: in Stillwater? He's, I think he's the best quarterback they've had under this run under Gundy, and that's kind of what I'm angling at now. Mm-hmm. I talked to him yesterday. I know him from his days when I was covering some prep football in South Carolina, and he was lighting it up there. And He really went from an air raid system there to this vertical passing attack that I think he's playing as efficient as anybody. Um, and like you said, he kind of the undercard to Mayfield but that doesn't mean that they can't go in and win that game. So really I don't you guys are in that part of the country so you can maybe tell me tell me if I'm right or wrong but Oklahoma's win if I'm an Oklahoma State fan, I'm cheering that on because that that increases the national perception of yeah. your conference, makes your game that much bigger, right?
1: Absolutely, no question about it. And there it looks probably we'll probably get that game twice now that the Big Ten's got or the Big Twelve rather's got that championship back. Bill, I want to ask you about one college team that they're two and zero. I'm referring to uh, LSU who shut out BYU, and then I don't even remember who they played last week. But I would like to think that it's about to get tougher here as they move into the SEC. Maybe not this week with uh as they go to mississippi state orgeron has he got a team here that i mean i don't think after watching auburn last week that they're the ones that may give alabama the big, the the most trouble this uh this season we look to that game the first saturday in november every year it's in the same place uh the game is in tuscaloosa but is lsu now the team that alabama's got to fear most uh over in the western part of the sec
5: Probably, I mean, but that's been like that for a decade, and I'm yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised with the results from LSU. Now, saying that, I think they got a little trap game this weekend against Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got the cowbells rolling. You got a very good quarterback in Nick Fitzgerald. Uh, it's mm-hmm. one of the tight games. They're going to have to ball to to win that game. So, but yeah, they're they're definitely that team. Uh, honestly, if Georgia keeps rolling, they might be the team because okay. they. They have the running backs. They, they scored a win that was pretty impressive last week, and they've got some experience on defense. And Kirby obviously knows Nick.
2: Last thing for me, Bill, I'll let uh, Ken finish up with you over there. USC, you had them as your fourth team uh, playoff predictions, previews, uh, week number two just in the books. Bounce back in a big way against Stanford. But everyone talks about Sam Darnold. What about that running game? Boy, were they good against that normally physical Stanford defense.
5: Yeah, USC isn't too bad when they got two awesome running backs. That's been proven. I mean, they're both good. Uh, Jones and Carr, and I think they're going to take care of their business against Texas this week. I, I spoke to Mac Brown today. What a great interview he is. And uh, just kind of here was the question I had for him. I said, will we ever have a game like the 05-06 season where it was undisputed. These were 1-2, and two. and I don't know that we will. He, he said maybe if two teams are ever that good, but I can't remember a season where, you know, in September, I think all of us were were excited about seeing USC on in Texas on the same field. I mean, even this year, we've already had two different number twos, and you could argue Florida State was the number two team as well.
1: Yeah, uh, Bill, is there a, a a two and O team? I may, maybe should save this question for a week or two for you. But since I started, I'll finish. Is there a team that's that's a a fake two and that that's getting a little bit of love in the rankings that you're sitting, you know, tap the brakes a little bit on this one. Let's see them play a team with a pulse. Is is there somebody that's you know, that's moving up that's getting some love that you're just not sold early in the season on?
5: I picked Vandy to beat Kansas State. There you go. I don't that'd be good. I, I like I like Vandy in that game at home. I like Kyle Shermer and the way he's playing. They've got a good run defense. I think he's gonna be tight. Now that's not Kansas State hasn't played anybody yet. That's not to the say right. they can't go in there and get that win, but uh, I just like Vandy. I, I like what they've got going on there with Derek Mason, and obviously you have to learn how to compete when you're at Vandy in the SEC East, given the disadvantages you have. So that's my mild up. Is that a? That's not a big upset. I'd say that's like a medium upset this weekend. No,
1: that one fits the criteria I was looking for. Bill Bender, we'll catch you next week. Enjoy your trip to Louisville, Clemson, Louisville, primetime Saturday night. Thanks, Bob. We'll talk to you next week.
5: Hey, I appreciate it.
1: Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bill Bender, com. He's their national college football writer.
2: When is that? What time slot is that game, Trent? Do you know Vandy? Vandy? State? I don't know. That one jumped up on me. You mentioned that right is. before. I
1: ESPNU. The show. Yeah, I did. Right. 6:30 uh, ESPNU 630. Saturday night. 6:30. Hmm. K State, Vandy. Finally, K State's going to play a team of the poll. I'm anxious to see K State. I am too. I'm missing them this year. Why Uh, would you watch K-State in those games?
2: They were my dark horse pick for the college football playoffs. They were. When I went off the rails. Yes. Maybe I was drinking before the show that day. Yeah, I think boy, we, I
1: think that was the day I picked Cincinnati. So maybe it was something in the studio Ooh. to win the uh, to win the they AFC.
2: Pumping in some kind of gas in here. <laughs>
1: Ooh, that was bad. All right, so it's going to be worse, folks. Stick around. <laughs> uh, the one o'clock hour is coming up next. We are going to uh, talk to Scott Dockerman, Land ten. We'll get Doc's thoughts on the announcement yesterday. Uh, Iowa, North Texas this week. Um and then of course the uh, prime time the week following is Penn State pays a visit to Kinnick Stadium and then we'll wrap things up with Ian Castleberry we'll do some baseball conversation.
2: Quick scoreboard update Cleveland looking for 21 in a row they lead 4-1 as they go to the bottom of the 5th. They're going to do it, aren't they? They are. And who come, who do they have after this series? Do you know after Deep leaves. After that, next up, it is Kansas City coming to town. Oh, that should be fun. Uh, elimination spot for Kansas uh, Royals City. Royals are almost at that point, aren't yeah. they? No doubt.
1: Uh, well, uh, we're, we're done for the first hour. Come on back for hour number two. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG the big games
0: play here westwood one sports on des moines station for news talk sports 1700 kbgg are you in
2: the mood for real classic homemade italian food well i have the spot for you it's bellagio two locations the newest location in urbandale 2675 100th street the original in norwalk classic dishes like cavatelli spaghetti lasagna and vodka rigatoni top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches a great happy hour and italian done right villaggio Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com.
0: It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course.
2: We don't just carry our boxes to their destination. We carry your business. We carry your growth, your love of your products, and your service. When you hand
3: your product over to us, we know how important it is to you. So we make it just as important to us. It's as if your entire store is right there in our hands. That's why
2: at the United States Postal Service, we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the
3: country. The United States Postal Service. Priority. You.
5: Big Al's Barbecue is happy to announce his second location is now open at the Ramada Inn at Army Post and Floor Drive. With two locations, there's no reason to miss out on some of the best barbecue in the Des Moines area. Big Al cooks all his meat low and slow to make it fall off the bone. Big Al's South now offers barbecue brunch buffet on Sundays from 11 to 3. Don't forget about the original East Side location, just 900 feet north of the AE Cows on Hubble Avenue. Come eat Southern-style barbecue cooked by an Asian man on the East Side and now open on the South Side of Des Moines. Al's barbecue.
3: For many businesses, hiring is tough, which makes it critical to choose the right place to post your jobs. You need qualified candidates, fast and on budget. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Independent research shows Indeed delivers six times more hires than any other job site. You can post a job in minutes and even set up screener questions to help you zero in on qualified candidates. You can review applicants, take notes, and schedule interviews, all from an easy-to-use online dashboard. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job list a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it you want to make a great hire fast and this exclusive offer gives you a head start find
4: out why over 3 million businesses use indeed for hiring to redeem this offer go to indeed